have to eat the dream. You have to sleep the dream. You have to dream the dream. You got to touch. You have to see it when nobody else sees it. You have to feel it when it's not tangible. You have to believe it when you cannot see it. You got to be possessed with the dream. The dream. Yeah. What's up, guys, and welcome to Straight From The Chess Podcast. My name is Justin Groth, and I'm your host on this personal development and growth podcast. Listen, if you're new to the show, I just want to welcome you. I want to thank you for being here. Thank you for giving me your time. It does mean a lot to me. Listen, for those of you who are venturing back in for another episode, whether it's your 50th or 100th or 250th time, just thank you for your continued support and your continued listenership. That means a lot to me just as well. So I appreciate you all. Thank you all for being here. And if this is a podcast that you value, please, please share it on your platforms. Link the podcast straight from the chest at myself, at Justin Craig Groth. It just do me a great service and I'd appreciate that. So thank you in advance. Listen, so, you know, one of the main things that I end up talking about with women on dates, first dates, second, whatever it is, is this whole notion of spontaneity and I can't tell you how many times I get this but when I tell a woman when I when yeah well yeah for purposes of of what I'm going to illustrate when I tell women this I say I kind of lay out my day because they always ask me what my day looks like or what what my week is going to look like and um, you know how essentially I splice my time up and there's very little to no time gap for them in there and that's obviously not um, that's not okay for them with them rather and and it shouldn't be and the point is I have such a rigid structured way of living that when I tell them the exact the exact format of my life they are they're kind of taken back by it and they kind of just it's it's not it's not attractive to them let's just put it that way and more often than not what they do tell me in in essentially in return to what i say is why don't why can't you be more spontaneous why you know i need spont a spontaneity in my life i need and to which my rebuttal is always this I usually start off by saying very calmly, listen, I am not at a point in my life yet where I deserve to be spontaneous. I need order in my life to allow spurts of chaoticness to to present themselves or for me to partake in. And basically what I'm saying is there is not a point yet in my life where I've worked enough, I've established enough, I've become enough where I can say, uh, I'm going to take the day off and I'm just going to go wherever I want to go. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. I can't do that yet for good reason. So because that's not the case and I understand that principle, I have to keep on the steady 
rigid path. It's not glamorous. It's not, it's, it's not fun, but it is what I deem meaningful. And so with that all being said, they, they, the women obviously understand what I'm saying, but they still don't like it. Right. And that's where typically the conversation, or I shouldn't say the conversation, that's typically where they start to understand this guy is not, maybe not for me. And they may still conversate with me. We may go on a couple more dates, but ultimately they can't, they don't like that fact that I'm not being more malleable and I understand, I get it. I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying that you're not in the right here, ladies. I am saying though, this is common amongst most men. And this is not a man, women, you know, this is not, I'm not trying to be man, woman oriented in the podcast. Like I'm not trying to have a disparity between men and women here. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to illustrate any points regarding that. I am saying though, however, because men are told and know this implicitly, we have to create our worth. We have to create our lives. Essentially, we have to build, we have to become something. We understand this concept and that's why we're so hard on ourselves. And that's why we impose these structures and rules and rigidity to our lives because they are quite frankly the only thing that's going to allow us to create and become the things that we want and we're called to be and called to be created for. And I'm not saying that women are not the same. I am saying, however, though, it's, it's very, it's odd how, though, however, when you interact with a woman, most women do not operate that way. That's why they cannot understand the fact that you can't be spontaneous and I don't know, take the middle of the day to go on a fucking hike or something. They don't understand why you can't do it. Why you can't take a few days and go take a road trip to, I don't know, Big Sur or something. Uh, it's for that reason, ladies. We have the innate urgency to become something so we can provide for you. That's what it's predicated on. So you'd think that the woman would want you to be that. You would want you to develop and structureize yourself to where you create something of measure for yourself and for her in life. And I'm not saying that they don't see the value in that because I'm sure they do. They do. And innately they're, they're drawn to that. But in the interim, dealing with that sort of a man that's like that and so rigid and structured and disciplined to boot is not flavorful. <laughs> it is actually highly distasteful to the woman at times. But ultimately, we're called to be something that has to be predicated on those specific constructs. 
So that's where we talk about, that's why I talk about here on the podcast a lot about orienting yourself and immersing yourself in a specific structure, program, driving discipline and obedience in regards to whatever this whatever program that is. And when I say program, I essentially mean a structurized template for your life. Now, there's not really a template or a blueprint you can go from, but drawing out the map for yourself in which you feel accurate for where you want to go and what you want to basically create and what you what you what your gut is telling you to do viscerally that is where you build the template and you essentially set the guardrails in place and you don't deviate outside those guardrails that takes a lot that takes a lot to be focused and and disciplined in order to continue life and everything it might throw at you and not going outside the guardrails as a result of what does get thrown at you or what can cause you to stumble because we're always going to come across those things that make us stumble, make us lose our balance, etc. But that is what has to happen in order for us to develop the resiliency to continuously press on. If it was as easy as just following the path, man, so many people would be at their goal, would be at the precipice even at what what they're trying to attain. And that's just not the case. But that is the sort of thing that imposes itself on most, well, I would say, I would venture to say all men even if the man isn't actively pursuing anything of measure in his life and he's lazy and he's playing video games and he's eating pizza all day and he's not doing shit with his life apart from those things and maybe you know and maybe he's on a disability check from the government when he's not really even that disabled just by by definition of the government he is but in reality he could go out and work he still has that beckoning, that internal beckoning that calls him to do more. He has a choice. He can answer the call or he can suppress it and rather dismiss the call. But we're all given that choice. You don't have to answer anything. But as men, I would argue that all men feel this beckoning to some degree at multiple points in their life. Now, when you answer the call and when you stay on the line and you consistently make moves to better yourself, better your speech, better your physical fitness, better your mindset, etc. These are the things that are going to mold you into the most best man, most best person in general that you could be. And it's going to allow you to be able to combat anything that comes your way or the things that do come your way as a result of the path that you're headed on. Because there will be those things, like I said, we've talked about already, they will trip you up. But it's your duty and it's your obligation to continue the path. Now, I'm not just speaking to just men here. I am speaking to the masses, 
women in gen- women as well, women included rather. It may seem like the narrative is focused around the men, but I know that there are women out there that feel the same way, that feel like they have to build something of them for themselves. And I'm not going to go into the weeds of why that may be the case or anything because again, it's all a presupposition on my end as well because I don't know these women and I don't know their life and I don't know their story. And it would be very, very rude of me or inappropriate of me to presuppose something that might not be the case. So I don't, and that's not what this podcast is centered around. So I don't even want to go into that, but I will say that the burden is necessary. The burden is necessary to have. Make no mistake about it though. It is a burden to become something. It is a burden to have a business. I remember when the first couple of years, few years, I, in fact, I was in business. I remember being at the Thanksgiving table and we were saying what we were thankful for. And I was, I would say this almost like a, a almost like a, <laughs> like a, what do they call those? A, a, um, a double-edged, I, don't, I can't remember, but it was a, it was a compliment to what I'm doing, but also at the same time, I was, I was also jabbing at it as well. And I remember saying, I'm thankful for my business, but it also is a burden. It's a burden to me. And it is, but at the same time, this business is creating something in me that's going to that could possibly leave a longstanding legacy that's tethered to my name. I don't know. So the burden is worth it. You, I guess you have to figure out which burden is worth it to you because ultimately you're going to immerse yourself in some burden somewhere down the line. What burden is worth it? What hill is worth it to climb? Because you're going to climb a fucking hill. So which hill is worth it? You just got to pick one and hopefully you align yourself with something that is of implicit value to you that you see value in naturally and something that you do very well and you do it with little to no effort and you recognize that. But if you're misaligned because you're living your life in spontaneity all the time, you're not deriving any structure from life or putting structure in place and setting guardrails in place and setting disciplines, etc then you're just fucking wayward and you're never going to see actually what you could be. And that's devastating. So my advice is glorify structure and the elements that come along with it, because it is the one of the only things that will help you get to where you're going and navigate your path accordingly. Not only that, but it sets the sights and the aim is focused and clear. This life is about choices and trade-offs and that is all up to you. But a lot of it's going to be predicated on what you believe about yourself, what you believe you could do, and then setting the discipline, the structure in order to get to where you wanna go and immersing yourself in certain challenges that might be foreign to you. We didn't talk about this yet, but immersing yourself in certain challenges that might be foreign to you and you might not know if you're competent at yet, but then doing them, succeeding, and then building that 
competency as a result of your success in that task. And that is what builds the confidence and that's going to keep you moving in that trajectory. One is before the other though. Done.